Welcome to the newest episode of Goblin Entertainment. That in the background was the fantastic, the awesome, the superbulous. I don't even know if that was a real word. Shell Shock Lullaby. As usual, they are rocking it. Brand new album out, A Lighter Shade. You can check it out at www.shellshocklullaby.com. I urge you to go there and buy it. Buy all their stuff. Support them. They are an outstanding band, and they deserve your support. This episode of Shell Shock Lullaby on this August 13th, 2016, Saturday, 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 is brought to you by Roller Infinity Studios. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. And GobCon coming to you next month on September 16th and 17th. More to follow soon. All right. I know it's been way too long, peeps, and I apologize for that. I've been waiting for some parts to come in and to upgrade studio equipment and get everything finally set. It is. So, unfortunately for you and good for me, you're going to be hearing a lot more from me in more episodes. So tune in, buckle up, motherfuckers, because it's coming to you. Well, not so live, but recorded, and I'm alive. So I don't know. Between all of that, it should be good. Hopefully it's good. It might be good. Yeah, it could be good. Anyway, all right, moving on. We'll jump right into the articles. I have a crap load of knowledge for you tonight, so buckle up. It's going to get wet. All right, so... First article of the night, and to be honest with you, I don't know that I've covered this in the other episodes, which is sad, and I just realized this is a solo episode, and my name is Rob Hoffman, bringing you the news of the nerdy, the geeky, and otherwise other shit that you probably wouldn't care about. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good overview. Anyway... So everything that we talk about tonight, you can find links on the podcast site itself, and that is on Goblin E.T., as in Ouch, Elliot, E.T., so GoblinET.Podbean.com. We'll put links to all the articles and stuff out there so you can read up on it more and check yourself and educate yourself. I think that was from the 80s. I'm not sure. I think so. But hmm, I'll have to check on that. I'll get back to you. Anyway. All right. First article of the night comes from The Guardian. Our brothers and sisters in the UK have their own news agency. I know. Flash. It was exciting and magnanimous to me, too. Um, I'm not even sure if that was a proper use of the word. It might have been, but probably not. Jack Irwin is coming out with a new book. Maybe out now. Probably is. That's probably why there's an article on it. I am definitely going to have to read it. It's UK-based as far as the study goes and the uh, content in the book itself. But I think it is extremely applicable to us as well. The the cap or, yeah, the cap. The uh, title of the article is We Don't Need to Be Men, The Men, Our Grandfathers Were. It's actually a pretty fascinating article, and it talks about this book. Uh, that he goes into talking about the manly man and how trying to essentially strive to being the manly man is damaging the men. And to a certain degree, I think I agree with some of the things he was trying to say, though I think to another certain degree, I think you need to be, you know, a manly man and other aspects. I think that uh, he covers in there, 
You know, he makes some very valid points on there are certain archaic traditions in the manly man manhood that we really need to get rid of as well. So it balances a very fine line. I think it's a very good book. It raises uh, some very thought-provoking questions. I realize they're saying very a lot. So in the tradition of saying very a lot, it uh, seems like a very fascinating book off of a very fascinating article, and I very much encourage you to very much read it. So there is that. Um, okay. If you haven't heard yet, Star Trek Discovery is the new television series that's supposed to be coming out. And in, in their infinite wisdom, they've named this new series Star Trek Discovery. And if you're a Trekkie at all, you know that typically you abbreviate the uh, Star Trek TV series. So, like, you know, Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, yeah, I watch STNG, you know, or Deep Space Nine, STD, or STD. Well, I just gave it away. So Star Trek Discovery, you know, is referred to as STD now. I don't know if these tools really thought that through as far as the name. So they're already kind of behind the eight ball on this new series. They released a spoiler uh, leading up to the Comic-Con of what the new ship could potentially look like. I think they kind of released of, you know, where it was going. And then there was kind of an uproar that it was really stupid looking, which I agree. It was extremely stupid looking. And the initial ship that came out looked like it was pretty much put together by a team of five-year-olds. Um, no disrespect, disrespect to five-year-olds. They're getting extremely technolo or technologically advanced. I, boy, I cannot talk today. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I have high hopes for the TV series. I just don't think it's off to a great start with the things that are being rushed out right now. And the new title and the new fan rules that Paramount and CBS put out and all the crap that's going out right now with uh, Star Trek. I really hope that they just ground themselves and just figure stuff out because I really want to see a revitalized and centered Star Trek series come back. And I'd like to see it more in line with the traditional aspects of Star Trek where it was more like, you know, space drama versus jj abrams blow everything up and you know let's i don't know explosions 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 sex cells explosions crap um you know i did kind of like the remakes of the new star tracks but they were really star wars feelishy um i'd like to see it return as far as the tv series anyway um more like you know star trek the next generation and um, you know, uh, definitely like Deep Space Nine, get back to the story and uh, not be based off of blowing up starships and action, action, action and blowing this up and action, action, action. Um, let's get back to good storylines. Where'd all the good writers go? I'd like to know. Um, so anyway, here's hoping, fingers crossed that it will be good. We shall see. Um. Talking about Star Wars, the new Rogue One trailer just came out, complete with Darth Vader. And I am freaking excited. I don't know about you, but oh man, holy crap, I about lost my shit 
watching that trailer. Ooh, I can't wait. Goosebumps all over the place. The trailer looks fantastic. Um, that's all I'm going to say on it. Go watch the freaking trailer, the newest trailer. Um, Darth Vader and Forrest Whitaker and new ships and all kinds of great stuff. I can't wait. Uh, Rogue One looks like it's going to be great. So we shall see on all that. Uh, put the link out if you haven't seen the new trailer yet. It'll be on that Podbean site. Um, so go check it out. Okay, so in the news, Scotland. Who doesn't love the Scots? Kilts, bagpipes, there's a lot to love there. Haggis, mmm, tastes good. Have my first real haggis last year and say I am addicted. And uh, so anyway, in the news on uh, I, uh, FM Love Science, uh, Scotland generated more wind power than it used for an entire day. So believe it or not, just off a of wind-generated power, and this is for all those naysayers out there that uh, sus sustainable energy can't work, they generated enough power to fuel all of Scotland just off of wind power for an entire day. And this is how they're rebuilding their infrastructure out there to support sustainable energy, renewable energy. And so they did it. And they're moving forward and, you know, reducing their uh, footprint in the world and doing their part. And my hat's off to the Scots because, you know, hey, mega cool, you know, you're badasses and you got kilts and bagpipes, which if you know me, I love it. I love playing bagpipes and I love kilts. And hey, now they're running their power off of the wind. So what can't Scots do? Absolutely nothing. They're going to rule the world. Better believe it. So I got this article posted on I and love science. And uh, again, this is a, a freaking uh, record breaking thing. Check it out. Okay, so in the Daily Beast, there was a very interesting article. Uh, it was uh, captioned, uh, today's tech oligarchs are worse than the robber barons. And so it's talking about uh, pretty much how uh, Amazon, Google, Facebook, uh, Netflix, Uber might be improving our lives, but they're also disrupting a ton of old industries and the lives of a ton of people that were employed by these old industries. And so we all know that technology is booming and expanding and, and these companies have gathered huge economic resources and now they're doing all kinds of crazy things and they're leaving a lot of destruction in their wake. And I think a lot of that's just kind of being covered up. Um, and you know, we've seen it over the years, especially if you're over the age of 30 You'll remember growing up, um, you know, we had record stores. It was so cool to go to the record store. Or you went to the video store. Or you went to the comic store. And all this stuff was separated. And we actually had toy stores. And then there were mom pa shops. So you would go there and it was local community people running these shops. And it was the funnest thing to go into these individual shops. And they were specialized and they had everything in these individual genres. And then all of a sudden this company comes to town called blockbuster and so blockbuster starts putting uh mom pop video shops out of business 
And then you have this place called Hastings that comes to town and they start putting comic book stores out of business and record stores out of business. And then Walmart comes to bi- or town and starts putting all these other businesses out of business. And then it just becomes this huge cycle until these mega conglomerates and the only thing that are a business and these small businesses are suffering or dying out. And you're not seeing the specialty shops anymore. And it's just absolutely crazy. So uh, the Daily Beast is uh, puts put it or put it out. Holy crap. Again, I, I, I told you and I gave you the disclaimer. I can't talk today. So in the grammar police, you can F off because I know I am absolutely slaughtering the American language today. Or actually, maybe I'm really nailing it. We don't know. But the proper king or if you want to say queen's. English, yeah, I'm absolutely slaughtering that, so F off. But anyway, really good article on today's tech oligarchs are worse than the rubber barons. I'll post the link on the site. Check it out. Educate yourself. It's kind of scary. All right, on Scientific American, there's new news on a biotic leaf that is roughly 10 times more efficient than natural photosynthesis. Now, what does this mean? You're probably like, oh, that's so boring. What does that mean to me? It means it converts CO2 in the air into alcohol. Can you drink it? Well, I guess you could try, but you probably go blind. But the alcohol can be burned as fuel. How cool is that? A leaf that converts CO2 in the air into fuel, essentially. It's a crazy age, my friends. Technology, I mean, science fiction is coming true on so many levels. There are so many things that, things like Star Trek or, you know, older novels before TV and all this stuff were predicting. Jules Verne, a ton of other authors. It's crazy, you know. So this is a great uh, article. Go in and read it, especially if you're interested in the hardcore science stuff. Uh, Scientific American put this article out recently. Really great study and article talking about this whole process check it out all right for all you stephen king fans and i know i was excited about this especially once this article came out stephen king's it reboot is supposed to be similar to stranger things now if you haven't seen stranger things on netflix you need to watch it and i don't mean like turn the podcast off right now and go watch it but as soon as this podcast is over then Get out of here and go watch it. Stranger Things is absolutely fantastic if you haven't seen it on Netflix. So I am so psyched that Stephen King's It reboot is supposed to be similar to Stranger Things because I'll tell you what, the first season of Stranger Things, they freaking nailed it. I have not seen a show that's been that creative with the way that they did things in a long time. And Stranger Things was absolutely fantastic. So if Stephen King's It reboot can even nail half of what stranger things did it is going to be an outstanding tv show and that's good news for all of us the article in full again uh, from comicbook.com will be on the podcast site all right um again let's see here another article that uh, came up this week um was the story behind star trek's iconic ceaseless sound effects um was pretty good you know it talks about uh how few programs in television uh history can be easily identified uh you know, by the sound effects alone. And let's face it, Star Trek, you hear, you know, like the uh, transporter or, you know, the communicator, you know exactly what it is. 
I mean, how many people out there have those phone or those sounds on your phone, you know, programmed for messages and stuff like that? I mean, how many people just got back from the 50th anniversary of Star Trek down in Las Vegas? I know there's a bunch of you. Uh, sadly, I missed it. And they were sold out pretty fast. But I hear it was a hoot and a holler. Um, so it was a great story behind the actual sound effects of uh, uh, Star Trek. So uh, for all you audio visual people out there, this is a really good article to read. It was put out by AV Club. Uh, again, the link will be on the website. And a not so happy article, uh, but an important one. Deadly bacteria spread across the oceans as water temperatures rise. This is uh, another article by the Scientific American. Talks about how chloria bacteria and others arise in more places and in greater abundance. And so it was a report that was published this last week in the journal Proceedings of the National, National Academy of Sciences, um, which examined the role of changing climate and viral infections. And so it talks about essentially how it, uh, within the United States, uh, vibrio bacteria causes over uh, 80,000 illnesses and a hundred deaths each year. And so it goes into uh, more detail as far as how it's responsible for deaths around the world annually, you know, stats from the world health organization and how uh, these deadly bacteria spread um, across oceans is on the rise because of water temperature rise. Um, so it's a fascinating article again, especially for those that are in the hardcore science stuff. It's interesting. There's something off. The ocean temperatures are rising and it's, you know, cause and effect. And this is one of those effects. Um, so it's an article out there that you should read. Didn't get much press, surprisingly. Um, so posting the article on the podcast website, check it out. It's another thing that you need to know. So read it. Okay. Um, last major, uh, and this, I, isn't really a article per se. Um, this is a kind of a, you need to know for vets out there. Um, so taskandpurpose.com had a bulletin that's, uh, kind of covering what's really going on with veteran em employment. Um, so essentially veteran employment is on the decline, but it's uh, difficult to know how veterans are doing in the economy long term. So in order to combat, uh, this lack of knowledge, essentially, um, they put together a survey and it's called the CNAS survey. You can either Google CNAS survey, um, or you can go to the website and I'll have the link posted there. If you're a veteran, you need to go there and please take the survey and help them gather, um, data for this survey to help figure out what's really going on with veteran employment and where it stands right now. And so this information will be used to help us veterans. Um, so please check it out. Take the survey. It's attempting to gather more information uh, about veterans' economic performance and use it to shape programs aimed at recruiting veterans and keeping them employed. So it's very important. Again, that's the CNAS survey. You can either Google it or go to the podcast site, and I'll have a link for it there. All right. So... Our sponsor, of course, one of them, um, 
you know, of course, was Valor Infinity Studios at www.valorinfinitystudios.com. But the second one was GobCon, which you can check out at www.gobcon.info. And so we're going to jump into GobCon. But before that, I almost skipped over two things, but not quite because they tie into GobCon. So I've got a breakout band and breakout book of the episode. Um, all right. So for the breakout book, I have the uh, Towers of Metropolis volume one. Okay. And so um, we have a guest that was one of the contributing authors to this book that's going to be at GobCon. He's uh, going to be uh, doing one of the seminars there and an overall guest that will be around. And I believe that he will have books there as well. Um, I ordered this book. It is a fantastic book, I will tell you what. And to be honest with you, I don't have a whole lot that I can compare it to because it is extremely unique, but it is great. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Metropolis, you're not going to be disappointed with the book. And if you haven't seen the movie Metropolis, but you're into steampunk, industrial, um, or even just science fiction, and that's how would I put it? That's different than mainstream. You know, it's, this is something different and refreshing. And, and I guess I'll leave it at that. It, it's a great book. And so I encourage you to go on Amazon, order it or come to GobCon and get it. It is an outstanding book. Um, the uh, overview is before Metropolis in 1927, German filmmaker Fritz Lang brought to the screen one of the most groundbreaking sci-fi melodramas of all time based on the screenplay he, screenplay he co-wrote with his wife, novelist Thea von Harbro. Set in futuristic urban dystopia, the story follows the attempts of Frieder, the son of the city's ruler, ruler and Maria, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. I told you that a citizen of lower levels to bridge the gulf separating the economic classes of the city. It is regarded as a classic and one of the first full length movies in the genre. Five visionary new pulp writers have envisioned four dramatic tales, which unfold in this amazing world prior to the events of that film. William Patrick Maynard and Michael Richard Maynard join forces with Michael Panouche Kevin Noel Olson, who will be at GobCon, and Eric Franklin to guide readers back to those vaulted, shining towers of Metropolis in this new collection inspired by Ling's masterpiece. Now, again, if you haven't, if you've seen Metropolis, you won't be disappointed at all with this book. I thought it was extremely well done. I'm going to have to go back through and read it again. Um, as far as the genre, it's by far one of my favorite books. Um, and excited to have Kevin at uh, GobCon, so definitely go there. You can meet Kevin. He's going to talk about writing the book um, itself, and you know, if you have a copy of the book, bring it with you. Get Kevin to sign it. It was an outstanding book. I'll put the link on the site so you can order it. Outstanding book. Um, the second um, thing, again, breakout band um, for this episode is a uh, Amistress, I cannot say enough good things about this band. I am completely addicted. 
Um, if you uh, go to their website, which I'll put a link to the YouTube website that they uh, that they have, and you can also access it from GobCon, www.gobcon.info. Um, their song Miles is by far my favorite right now. It is outstanding, and uh, I'm going to just do this brief intro here because you have to hear how hard this thing rocks into it. And then you need to go there and check out the full song for yourself, and you need to support this group. They are going to be playing at GobCon during the costume ball on Saturday night on September 17th. Um, we have five full bands, but I'll get that to, or to that in a minute. But for a second here, prepare to have your minds blown. <laughs> That was Miles by Amistris. Check it out. They are outstanding, and I have no doubt in my mind they are going to make it big one day. And I'm going to be like, we had them at GobCon before they were mega stars. Because oh, I love that song. I could listen to that all freaking day. All right. So GobCon, Saturday or uh, Friday, September 16th, and Saturday, September 17th, being held in Butte, Montana. We have an outstanding lineup. All these people are coming in because they love the arts between music and science fiction and fantasy. We have writers. We have all kinds of people, gamers and game creators and all kinds of stuff. Um, it will be held at the Front Street Station in Butte, Montana. Um, it's going to be an outstanding event. You need to come. Please come and support it. Um, there are so many people that love what they do between the vendors and the musicians and everybody that's involved in this that is sharing this with the community um it's gonna be an outstanding event you need to just please come uh it starts on friday september 16th at noon uh general admission opens up we'll have a silent auction um, that's benefiting albert's angel fund uh which is a shelter for uh animals um so this year we uh are supporting a 501c3 nonprofit again, which is Albert's Angels Fund. Every year, GobCon picks a different nonprofit to support the uh, silent, silent auction. Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> silent auction is uh, uh, has uh, several items. They're all listed on the GobCon site. Um, we have a signed Lakers jersey from Shaq and from Magic Johnson. There's uh, Star Wars stuff on there. Um, we have a bunch of uh, great uh, handmade items, a combination handmade uh, uh, science fiction and collectible items and all kinds of stuff. You just need to go on the site and check it out. Um, we have uh, a bunch of different seminars ranging from podcasting 101, and then we'll have a live uh, 
actual live recording of this show there at uh, GobCon, and that'll be from 1 to uh, 3 p.m. going over how to do your own podcast, going over the equipment we use for this show. I'll actually be taking the studio apart, bringing it there, and uh, we'll have uh, the entire crew of Goblin Entertainment uh, doing a full hour show there. Um, digital photography, breaking into the professional market. And then that on Friday night, we'll have a GobCon party kickoff with a lip sync battle. Um, there'll be awards for the best single performer and duet or group performance. Um, and then there's a VIP guest reception for the VIP ticket holders. Um, the VIP tickets are already sold out, but we still have the combo tickets, which are available. That's $15 that gets you into everything for Friday and Saturday during the day. And yes, there is a costume ball. We'll get to that in a sec. Um, and then from, uh, 8 to 9.30 on Friday night. We have our first musical performance by the band At Home in Hell. They'll also be there all weekend. They have a new game coming out. So they'll be there talking about the game. Um, so we're extremely fortunate to have them. On Saturday, September 17th, admission starts again at 10 a.m. Um, both days, we are fortunate to have the Great Falls Gaming Rendezvous gaming event. Um we are teaming up with the Great Falls Gaming Rendezvous. It is an excellent event that's in uh, Great Falls this year, October 7th through 9th. Uh, Robert Thompson, who's one of our guests, um, him and his crew will be there uh, running games all day, Friday and Saturday. So come down and check out the games that they'll be running. And then we'll also have uh, eight games that will also be running games and game events them uh, as well. Um, so we'll have two full game events going on uh, both days. Um, so on Saturday, there'll be 10 to 5 for both of those game events. Uh, we'll have uh, another uh, seminar for medical uh, realism and gore special effects. Um, the Art of Cosplay, we have our uh, special guest of honor for our special guests. Um, yeah, our special uh, cosplay guest of honor which is Miss Mouse uh, from Great Falls that'll be coming in and then she'll be doing uh, that panel with some other cosplayers. Uh, she'll also be uh, the head judge for the costume contest at the costume ball Saturday night. Um, from noon to 12.50, um, so for that hour, we'll have the pipes and drums of the Black Devils there. So if you love bagpipes and drums, we're going to have an awesome... Um, uh, boy, oh boy, I lost it there, didn't I? Pipes and drums <laughs> for an hour. Um, and then afterwards, if you're super interested, they'll have the history of the pipes, how to play, you know, what goes into playing the bagpipes and the drums. And um, the band will be there to take you through all that, the history. If you don't know, the pipes and drums of the Black Devils is actually the official group of the first special service force, um, otherwise known as the uh, Devil's Brigade. Um, and there's a movie out about them. It's a World War II uh, unit that's the original uh, father of the special forces for the U.S. and Canadian special forces. Um, so it's an honor, you know, to be a part of that group, um, the, you know, the first special service force, and then they'll be down here playing. So there's a lot of history there and a lot that they'll be able to go through 
during the seminar after the performance. Um, so that'll be great. And then uh, let's see, we've got the art of writing fiction. Um, Kevin, um, who I talked about earlier, will be in on that seminar. Um, in pursuit of the art, which will be another uh, guest interaction um, uh, seminar, which will be our guest of honor, uh, Melissa, who will be talking about her experience. She's uh, coming in from LA, um, mega guest of honor, and so happy that we were able to get her to come in and talk about her acting career. Uh, again, all these, uh, uh, all these guests and our guests of honor and um, all this information is on the uh, GobCon webpage and website. Um, and then from four to four fifty on Saturday, we have the art of music pursuing your dreams where we'll have a bunch of the band members in there talking about what they do, you know, and working in the music industry. And then the silent auction closes at four thirty, and, and general admission closes at five. And then the big and personally my funnest thing or the funnest thing I think um, for the entire GobCon starts at 7 p.m., which is the costume ball. So it's the big formal ball. Everybody gets dressed up again. By the way, you're encouraged to wear costumes through this whole thing. But the costume ball, you're supposed to, you know, really bring your A game for the costume contest. We have three different trophies for best costume uh, runner up and Miss Congeniality. And, uh, you know, we'll have judges uh judging obviously and then uh uh for the ball is absolutely awesome we have three bands playing um tonight we fight amistress um who you just heard and shellshock lullaby who's been playing every year and we're so happy that uh russell and his band has been supporting us every year um, so that's right. Three live bands and a costume contest for the big ball on Saturday night to end GobCon for the weekend. Um, one special thing that they added on this year, which is going to be a lot of fun, is Butte Brewing Company is coming. They're going to be one of our vendors, and we're going to have a special GobCon Goblin beer. Hey, I'm excited about it. I'm going to be running around like a goblin idiot. So, hey, why not have a goblin beer? I can't wait. I'll buy it all out myself. So, hopefully, you'll be there and beat me to it. So, anyway, that's the overview. I apologize for taking so long to get back on the air. Like I said, I had the parts on back order. But back online, for better or worse, here it is. And uh, thank you for tuning in and uh, carrying through it all. And, uh Appreciate the uh, listeners we have out there. We'll get this built back up and uh, get everything coordinated back out and uh, start getting all the other uh, uh, guest hosts um, back on the show and we'll get back into it all again and get it all running smoothly. So this has been Goblin Entertainment. I'm your host, Rob Hoffman. Thanks for tuning in and have a good night.